0: it's kind of like being a parent when you lead real estate agents. You try to guide them and they're not going to listen to you most of the time, but they're going to make their own dumb choices. And just the way it goes, you're not going to like fire them. You know, they're your kids. Hey guys, it's Brian Eisenhower. Welcome to the show today. Excited to have you. I have a topic right now that I think is really on the forefront of my mind. As you know, at Eisenhower Coaching, we 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 coach and consult many of the highest producing leaders in North America especially within the real estate industry and you know oftentimes they they own brokerages or real estate teams or some combination of the two and they're usually the largest of that sort in any particular MLS and then we coach a lot on the way there you know that we're growing helping grow and, and get bigger and and, and growth you know, at some degree comes from recruiting and man, I'm telling you, is that a tough deal, right? That's a tough deal. So what I want to talk about today is the recruiting mindset. That's real important. It's something near and dear to my heart. Um, I think a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm an owner and I have owned and operated many different real estate brokerages and I still own some. I don't operate them anymore. I'm more of a passive partner in those brokerages, I own mortgage companies, lots of different types of organizations in the real estate business. And to grow those, we had to recruit. Introducing the Custom Training Suite, your company's own custom branded training website, loaded with Eisenhower Coaching's vast library of powerful training courses for real estate agents, teams and brokerages that includes your own custom course creation, manager dashboards and reporting, and even course certifications and designations. You can host ICC's comprehensive training courses, as well as create your own custom training courses, all on a custom branded website ICC creates for you. Hi everyone, this is Brian Eisenhower. This is going to change everything for the real estate industry. When your agents use their own personal logins to access their student dashboards and course libraries, they'll see your organization's branding throughout the site. We provide robust coursework and diverse options for learning. Each course comes with video lessons, audio lessons, downloadable and printable course workbooks, scripts, tools, and the plug and play high level systems that ICC is known for. Quizzes and action steps provide agents with accountability and a game plan with actionable takeaways after each lesson. With your management administrator account, you can access agent enrollment as well as reporting to monitor agent learning performance. You can view and download dynamic reports, a next level solution for accountability at your real estate organization. When agents complete courses, they receive downloadable and printable course certificates and receive degree designations that can be formally abbreviated after their name in professional signature lines, online profiles, and other types of marketing. Along with access to over 50 of ICC's award-winning online training courses, you can also create your own customized training courses specific to more localized training topics like office file compliance, local MLS systems, contracts and disclosures instruction, your own CRM training and new agent orientation and onboarding. The custom training suite is your own custom branded training website that is changing the game for real estate companies and teams everywhere.. For purposes of, I don't know semantics, if you will, or understanding what I'm talking about, there's a difference between recruiting and hiring, you know, in my opinion, in my world. let's we'll talk about Brian Eisenhower's language. Recruiting means you're out there generating a body, (laughs) you know, let's not, I don't want to get into human trafficking mindsets here. I I really want, you know, like you're going to go out there and generate a recruit. Hiring is when they come to you. Okay. And that's not, I mean, I guess that's recruiting, but again, you, you know, there's a certain degree of waiting that comes with that. And, you know, you don't get controlled growth by just waiting for it to come or, you know, there are things you can do to get them to come, but the quickest way, and we call that pulling, you pull people to you as opposed to pushing where you're just going out there and generating it. And, and that's very similar, you know, you know, if we're talking a real estate leader, it's very similar to a brand new agent. They always want business to come to them. They don't want to go out and, and make contacts and do things and, and do much activity on their part. They want to set things up and hope it comes to them. And that's true in all sales, in all sales, at every level. We're just humans, guys, and you got to understand our own human tendencies. We all want to pull, not push, because pushing is a lot harder work. It's humbling. It can be humiliating. We don't want to be perceived as a shark or, a, you know, or something like that, and, and I don't want you to. If, if, if we're doing things that, that, that make you come off that way, we don't want you to do that. You do it the wrong way, but just because you think you are doesn't mean you are, so you know, we'll talk about that mindset. I'll tell you, it, it it's a very challenging thing because otherwise you just wait for it to come to you. Now, I will say that you can recruit through organizational size with a push. And then you can get to a place where you get that pull where they're just coming to you and you're really just hiring. And that happens with evidencing success. And that usually happens by size, right? I'll give you an example. With a real estate team, you can recruit A small team is a real tough place to be, in my opinion. I think people in small teams really, really struggle at some point. I mean, it is fun at times, you know, because everybody's besties and, you know, but things happen and agents just move on. They change or they, you know, they go through bad production or uh, then they want grass is always greener. Someone gets a divorce or someone leaves or someone has a bad day and disrupts the culture. I can give you a million different reasons that have nothing to do with your leadership or what you're doing that is going to disrupt that little apple cart. And so the only way to get through the small team dilemma and get to be a little bit bigger is recruit through it. Okay. And, you know, once you get a little bigger, let's say a team of five agents turns into a team of 20 agents. Now everybody's going to start coming to you because you got enough people on the team or those relationships are going to generate people. Other people will see and feel like it's safe because enough people are there. Brokerages, same deal. The larger the brokerage it takes a little bigger numbers with brokerages, but the bigger the brokerage, the more people will go to it because you get the relationships of all the other agents. When people ask, where do I get my license? They typically go to agents. And if you've got more of them, you're going to get more new agents. It's just the way it works. You know, bigger brokerage evidence is more success. A lot of people hate to think of it that way, but that's just the way it works. I mean, I've been doing this for 34 years now and I've owned lots of brokerages coached lots of teams been my whole career you know and, and, and I'll tell you it's uh generally speaking there's exceptions but generally speaking, that's how it works. In fact almost every real estate think tank out there will tell you there even profitability there's an 85 to 90 percent direct correlation between agent count with teams and brokerages and profitability. So understand that I mean it's very important not to be anti-growth. Because if you're anti-growth and you're trying to recruit, boy, is it tough. And we naturally are all anti-growth. Why? Because growth is very uncomfortable. Recruiting is extremely hard. Uh, it is extremely hard. You're talking to a guy. I mean, there aren't many humans that have recruited more agents than me. I can tell you that right now. If there are, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if anybody's keeping track up in the sky. I didn't keep track, but I know it's in the thousands. That's for darn sure. And I know it's multiple thousands. I've recruited a lot of agents in my time and it's not easy. It's tough. In fact, with me, there was bloody. I mean, I I recruited way too much. I don't recommend anybody recruit that much. Uh, It's just a lot. And we'll talk about that too. What is too much and and what does that look like? And I wouldn't do it again. Let's put it that way. I'm happy I did it, I guess, but and I lived, but there was blood, like I said. So I'll tell you, recruiting is tough. So it's very easy to go back into comfort and say, I don't want to grow Or I can't grow, or here's the reason. And I can think of lots of reasons. I'll I'll tell you about too, because that's very important to not get into the negative recruiting mindsets because we'll justify why we don't have to do it. Because it's so tough. I mean, it's it's tough. Here's why it's tough. I mean, you ever, you know, it's a lot harder than selling real estate, that's for sure. You know, you can go into a listing appointment or a buyer consultation, that you know, listing agent or that list that client that wants you to sell their house or buy a house they typically want to sell or buy a house so you're just trying to get them to pick you so you're swimming downstream with them when you're trying to push and recruit that person typically is fine where they're at whatever it is different industry you know you're trying to get them to change their entire life it's very humbling too because you could be very successful in what you've done or do and that person's never sold a house or they sold one house last year or something and here they are judging you. You know, it's way worse than what FISBO looks at you because you're a real estate agent that has no value, you know, because they don't believe real estate agents have any value. They think they can do it themselves. Well so way worse than that. This person, you're the enemy, like they're set against you because you're gonna make them move and change, and change is uncomfortable. So you're the person trying to push them across hot coals to get to more success with you. And boy, did that come with resistance they didn't sign up for it. remember they didn't hire you you're pushing you're recruiting but you're trying to unearth that you're trying to extract that wisdom tooth man i'm full of metaphors today um but you get it like you're you know it's not coming willingly it's tougher you know that wears on you over time you know that much rejection cuz you're going to have a lot of rejection it's a very small percentage you get to you know even to show up for an appointment you're going to have you know a tough one there. I mean, it's, it's very, I mean, we used to celebrate recruiting ratios of four to one, you know, like four people that I contacted one joins That's 75% failure. You know what I mean? Like that's, I'm not in the starting lineup uh, of of most uh, batting orders in major leagues with that. I mean, that's a lot of failure to get one success, you know, and that's a good ratio. That's a really good ratio, you know, four to one person. I, go meet with that actually joins. you know, That's good if you're doing big numbers. Again, if you're pulling, if they're coming to you, those numbers will get a lot better, right? And once you get bigger, like we said, they do start to come to you. But you got to fight through it. You got to grow through it. You got to recruit through it. You'll get through most of your problems if you just recruit through it. And it's it's painful. So we make up other excuses why we don't want to get much bigger. And that's what's tough, man. Recruiting's tough that way. The biggest excuses are typically, that I've seen, and and I've seen a lot of them, is being selective. I just want to be selective about who's in my brokerage. I want quality growth. Okay, so and every all of us do that. So I know I'm I'm going to get a bunch of like messages from a bunch of people saying, "Man, you're talking right to me." I know I'm talking to everybody. This is very very common. Um, When we get uncomfortable, when we get comfortable. But understand, when you get comfortable, that means you're not going to increase your income anymore, and you're not going to get any more time off. I mean, very rarely can we get you out of production as a broker owner or a team leader if we stop before we have enough production. Because what are we going to do? Get our agents to sell more? Have fun with squeezing blood out of that turnip. Or just reduce our expenses? We're just going to cut our way to profitability. There is only so much blood you can get out of a tournament. Most that's another metaphor. There is only so much blood. That you can get out of a turn, so you can't make your agents sell more. I mean, you can maybe help them a little bit. They're gonna do what they're gonna do, gang. This is real estate, man. It's kind of like being a parent when you lead real estate agents. You know, you 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 try to guide them, and they're not gonna listen to you most of the time. And that's how kids are too. You try to guide them, but they're gonna make their own dumb choices, and just the way it goes. You're not gonna like fire them. You know, they're your kids and same thing is kind of with agents. You just, you focus your time on getting more agents and hopefully you have a bigger, you know, because the same percentage is going to work out. So when people are being selective, oh man, that's just hilarious to me. It really is. It's kind of funny because I've seen it for so long and every broker thinks they're selective. You know, the smaller they are, the more selective. But the smaller they are, the less profitability, because there is a direct correlation. And the more your own sales have to carry the weight, because if you're really small and you've got like 10 agents in your brokerage, I really doubt their production is making the brokerage profitable alone, covering all the expenses. You're still going to have to sell yourself. So your time is not good. Remember, we always want to be in a business model where growth gets us more time and more income. So the smaller the size, the less the profitability and the less the free time too. So understand that. That's, just, that's the reality business nuts and bolts and numbers of it. I know your emotion says selective. Well, that's why you hire business coaches because we're telling you your, your emotion is actually a negative mindset for business. It's, it's not growth oriented. You don't ever want to have a business that's not growth oriented. That's why they say when you're not growing, you're dying. It's because it's true. That's why you've all heard that before. I'm telling you, sooner or later, that Apple cart's going to get upset. Something's going to change, and it's just going to be you carrying everything. That's just the way it works. Agents move around for lots of reasons that have nothing to do with you. And that growth, albeit selective, understand, typically speaking, um, there are exceptions, and they're usually temporary exceptions, because ultimately, this my statement will work out in your organization with enough time. There's an 80-20 principle. It's called Pareto's principle out there and it gets applied to just about everything. And I'm going to apply it to agent mixes, the, the mix of agents that are producing in an office. And I can tell you right now, there's about an 80-20 mix, maybe 90-10, okay? We can say 85-15. I think that everybody agree on that. 85-15 is a good average. So 15% of your agents are going to do 85% of the business. 85% of your agents are only going to do 15% of it. So people will say, I want to be selective. I only want good agents. I don't know what you say a good agents. Is it your ethics because everybody thinks they have the best ethics. Everybody thinks they got the best broker that's going to you know leader that's the most ethical and integrity. I, you know it's it's pretty crazy. Um, I don't know, you know, it's very subjective of how people judge that one. If it's based on production and income, you know I do want you to have good ethics and I do want you to have good integrity. I get it. I mean I get it. I don't want, I don't want bad of those things i want good of those things but you know one being better than the other i don't know they all most people you know if they have any marginal degree of success as a broker owner or a team leader in your area generally speaking you know they got you know they, they, they got a, they got an adequate amount of those things. okay so i'm going to take a quick break to talk to you all about something i'm really excited about This year's ICC Summit is happening in San Diego at the Paradise Point Resort on its own island, surrounded by beaches in the middle of San Diego's beautiful Mission Bay. I mean, could there be a better venue? We have the entire resort and island to ourselves. And one thing that makes the ICC Summit so special are all the great people that will be there. That's what I always hear after one of our summits. They always say, man, I met some great people too. Networking and new friendships are formed, and unlike most real estate conference, the mastermind sessions at the ICC Summit are exciting, fast-paced, and led by many of North America's top producing agents, team leaders, and broker managers, not to mention our team of elite coaches and some well-known industry leaders too. We also believe in an interactive and participatory environment And that that provides the richest learning experience out there for our attendees. No boring keynote speeches here. It's a high-powered three-day event, September 6th through 9th, 2023. You can register today at ICCSummit2023.com. That's ICCSummit2023.com. You can find that link in the podcast description too. Register today and use the promo code PODCAST for $100 off your registration fee. So I hope to see you all in San Diego. And now, let's get back to the podcast. Profitability, again, that's different. And that is based on production levels of those numbers. And those 15% that are producing... You know, whether it's a small brokerage, you know, with just 10, 15 people, generally speaking, yep, just only a couple of them really do most of the business. And, and the person that, that, that owns the brokerage, of course, because they're definitely still selling, usually does the lion's share of it all. But there's no way if they stop production or even scaled back, they're just going to lose less, less money. And that's that's a terrible business model to be in. Because there's no way to scale that. You're going to work like a banshee. You're going to work at the worst times of the year, which is usually when you need the most time. And that's spring and summer. Spring and summer is the, I mean, that's the busiest time. Why there's the most sales then? That's usually when you want to take vacations. It's when your kids are out of school. It's when your client's kids are out of school. So they don't have much time. And you take a vacation, then you have less time back at home, you know, to work. So your time gets crammed and compartmentalized. Your client's time gets compartmentalized. So everybody's stressed out. It's the worst thing. So you never get out of that. I'm out of that. I know lots of people, lots of our clients are out of that. You're not. So you're doing your family a disservice because you chose not to recruit because you wanted to be selective. You adopted the selective anti-growth mindset. That way you didn't have to do the work. Yet you tell your kids you go to work every day. Remember, you don't have to be Walmart. You don't have to be the big one. You may get there. Who knows? Right now, you just got to get a little bit bigger. A little bit bigger gets you a little bit more free time and a little bit more job security, income security. And if you just keep getting a little bit bigger, some go faster than others. Some have to get their toe in the water first. You know, I think that's the painful way now that I've been through it all. and I look back on it. Oh, boy, I should have gone that way. But again, just like your kids, they won't always listen to you. So you don't have to either. You can do it the slow, painful way, trial and error, you know, 10 steps forward, nine steps back, that kind of thing. That That's the way that ends up working. And then they ultimately come to us and we try to move you faster across those hot coals. That recruiting mindset, that selectiveness is I'm just going to be real careful. I'm only going to, and I don't even know how you judge. Like I'm going to be selective. I'm going to judge which ones are going to be productive. Like I said, you look in those small brokerages, they judged, and there's still 85% are there, right? Then you go to the big brokerages, and you'll say, I don't know how that big brokerage makes any money. There's no way when 85% of them don't even sell anything. Well, just remember they're 15% bigger than yours because they're bigger. So they have a few more agents that are producing at a high level, and that's why their profitability is higher. Same with small teams versus big teams small brokerages versus big brokerages. Yes, there are more agents doing absolutely nothing in the big organizations, but do remember they have more doing something too, and it's a small percentage so you barely see them. That's why there's a direct correlation between profitability and agent count. So remember that. That that's, you know, it's very important to to keep that in mind and remove that that very limiting mindset that looking at them is not how you want to be. There are, you know, there are different cultures for sure. There are different, you know, ways that you present yourself and market yourself and handle yourself. I'm okay with that, but don't do it at the expense of growth and personnel like that, because that comes from just generally speaking, the uncomfortableness associated with recruiting through the problem, because you get big enough, it does create a pull that that push is no fun. I mean, I don't wish it on anybody. It's the hardest thing to do. That's why good recruiters that can push have the highest dollar value in the real estate industry because it's the hardest thing to find, a good recruiter that can push. There's a lot that say they're recruiters because they can pull well. You know, I'm already going to go to a large brokerage and just hire people to come to me. That again, there's value there, trust me, but I, I'm not saying that there's no value, but it's not as hard as pushing. Pushing stuff, right? That's real tough stuff. So again, you only have to do it for a while because that pull will come, right? And income will come, right? Like this, this is very important to remember to get you through this selectiveness and get you through like running back across the coals the other way and falling below a base camp. You know what I mean? Very important that we don't take 15 steps back and only 10 forward. So what we want to make sure we're doing here is to remember what our finish line looks like because our finish line will bring us more income and personal time. How do you get more personal time? It's not just the pull that does that because you don't have to recruit anymore. I mean, you take a team from five agents to 20 agents. I'll tell you brokerage in a minute. I mean, all of a sudden now we can we have enough income coming into that team or we could actually hire someone to do our recruiting and our retention. How do we do that? I don't know. We, I mean, there's a billion ways to do it. but I'll, Probably the most common is just bring on a sales manager, a general manager. You pay them 5 to 10% override or 5 to 10% of the gross commission income earned by the other agents on the team. You reduce your profit margin a little bit. I know that's always scary. You reduce that profit margin a little bit. But now that there's enough to compensate that person because that new sales manager, they can still sell. I don't know, I'll take an average median home price, let's say a 400000 go with a national average, and all of a sudden, that person could be making, a, you know, with 20 agents, you know, you know we'll say that normal 85-15 mix, you know, that person could be making $75,000 passive off their production a year, and they still get to sell too. And here's the kicker, that's with 20 agents, Well, you hired them to recruit too you're not going to recruit anymore they're going to recruit so what if they made that 40 agents they made it 40 agents now that 75 turns into 150 thousand dollars of passive income if they keep going they, they may not have to sell much longer and they can replace themselves and, and there's enough money to go around where you get multiple levels of leadership which is what you see in the bigger teams and you see that in both brokerages the same way I mean, they, they got to get a few more agents than that to make the numbers make sense. Because there's a little bit lower profit margins in brokerages because, you know, they have to be competitive and everything. But they have multiple levels of leaders too. the bigger, the bigger brokerages. A, not only can the can the owner step out and start not selling, but they don't have to recruit and do so much with retention and retention is like the coaching, the training, the providing service, you know, the deal doctoring, all of that kind of stuff. And recruiting is recruiting, you know, pushing and pulling. So. Understand that. Like you got to know what the finish line looks like because you're really only going to have to push and recruit for a short period of time before the pull happens, before you can actually hire someone because you got more income or playing on the house's money all of a sudden. So understand that. So knowing that there is a finish line, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel is everything for your recruiting mindset. So remember that it's crucial to get you through the justifications and the blaming and the complaining and all the reasons you can't continue to grow. Remember, just have a goal of what that looks like, you know, and work with our, you know, work with a coach. Uh, I tell you, they're going to keep you through because you're gonna hit all kinds of obstacles. Lots of ways you got to reduce your profit margin to get there. You might need more space. Oh, that, that gets cost money. All things that cost money. Those are all profit margin reducers. And that's what you need coaches for that amongst other things. And we help you through that and tell you what models work and which ones don't and get there, you know, and we'll know, Hey, if I can just get to 20 agents, I can hire some, you know, that's what it looks like. So it's like, I just got to put my head down and get there, you know, and remember you do that. It's tougher than you think. All I need is 15 more agents to go from five to 20. Okay. Yeah. But remember a lot of your agents are going to leave. A lot of those agents aren't going to work out. So you might need to get 30 agents to get to 20. Remember, just because you know a lot of these guys are going to leave. That's just the way it works in real estate. There's an ebb and flow. So you're going to have to set a little bit higher watermark to get to where you want to go. Otherwise, you're going to just worry about keeping them all. And that's going to be too much for you. You cannot force and change that. Eventually, you're going to have an exodus. Even if you hadn't, I, I've watched it with so many different people. I, you know, we pride ourselves on keeping all our agents. Well, that's like protecting a profit margin. It's silly. It's anti-growth. You're going to have to spend money, invest in your business to grow, and agents are going to leave you. That's the only way to extract the poison. Eventually, it's going to happen. You're going to need to move them on, and they're going to leave for lots of different reasons so uh, that you can't control. So play the growth game again do it your way with your style your theme your you know your selectiveness so long as it does not negatively impact your growth numbers because there's a direct correlation there so we do want to grow at some extent and you will find that you you have this end to goal of what you the size you want your team or brokerage to look like and I get that that's fine hopefully it's a little bigger just a little bit Because it's going to change. You know, you get a little bigger, you typically want to get a little bigger, you know, and then a little bigger a little bigger because I can get more income and a little bit more free time. So that I'm okay with that. It will change on you and that's fine and you won't need any convincing. But we always want to get a little bit bigger and get a little bit more free time or you are in a very bad business model you shouldn't be in and you're in an anti-growth mindset, which any business guru self-help book you read about business out there is going to tell you, Not a good place to be. We never want to be anti-growth. So recruiting is a mindset game. Remember the finish line. Remember to avoid selectiveness as your excuse and justification for not wanting to recruit. It's uncomfortable, but you do, as long as we have a light at the end of the tunnel so that we walk across that coals, those coals, we know where we're going. We got a number tied to it. We can roll up our sleeves and get there, you know, just like we did as a brand new agent trying to generate business. The push will end, the pull will start and and, and, uh, we're at the promised land. So I hope this helps with your recruiting mindset or maybe your recruiter's mindset. Um, It's kind of a key for coaches to remember when we're coaching recruiting too because people often quit and change and make very limited beliefs with their entire structure of their organization, all their career goals because of how uncomfortable it is. And all of a sudden they're just stuck. You know, they're just stuck, and our job is not let you quit on your dreams. is to help you get there And because it's very temporary pain, and once you fight through it, you're happy you did. Um, so stop trying to assess where you're at while you're standing on the hot coals. It's not a good idea because the whole idea is to get across them. But if you assess what you're like while you're standing on hot coals, you're going to go backwards. And then you're going to say, I can never go that direction anymore. And there's a reason 87% of agents don't make it five years in this business is because they get on those hot coals and they say, I don't like this. Well, that's because you're assessing something before you're proficient at it, before you've completed it. Um, It's pain, it's work, and we get through it. So I know you, as leaders, you complain about your agents not doing that. Well, we as coaches, the coach leaders tell you, you do the same thing, right? I do the same thing. We all do the same thing. That's why we got to put ourselves in check sometimes. That's why we got to get coaches too, dang it. So there you have it. All right, guys. Well, thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. And uh, can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at eisenhowercoaching.com. That's icenhowe com. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at icconlinelearningcenter.com. That's icconlinelearningcenter.com where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower podcast.